Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. I've entitled our gathering Saved by His Sacrifice. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for your word that always ministers to our hearts. Let it touch us, let it move us, let it change us. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19 says this, For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. Wow, to know that God loved you and I so much that he was willing to sacrifice his son. He paid a debt he did not owe. You know, there was an old song we used to sing many years ago and it said, he paid a debt he did not owe. I owed a debt. I could not pay. Oh, I needed someone to wash my sins away. And you know, Jesus is that one. Jesus, the Son of God, sacrificed his life so that you and I could walk in the freedom that we enjoy today. See, the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there would be no remission of sin. Lambs were offered up annually on the Day of Atonement for sin to be forgiven. See, today we no longer need to sacrifice our lamb, a lamb or animals of any kind. See, Jesus himself suffered and died on the cross and became the ultimate sacrifice for you and I. He took our sin, he took our pain, he took our sicknesses, he took everything and he nailed it to the cross at Calvary. And I believe when we come to that realization, how much God loves us, that he was willing to do that for you and I. And, and you know, we've heard it before, maybe you haven't, but if you would have been the only person that Jesus would have to die for, he would have done it just for you to make sure that he would have eternal fellowship with you as well. So just know that the sacrifice God made, he did it so that we wouldn't have to suffer the things that we have to suffer because of sin, because of the separation. You know, sin separates us from God and now Jesus became the, the sacrifice that reconnected, that reconciled us back to God as well, amen? He died for us so that we could live for him and live in the fullness and the abundance and all the great things that he has for us to give us access to his grace his mercy, his abundance, and his increase, amen? And you know, I believe that that when we start walking in the spirit, walking in the fullness of what God has for every one of us, then not only do we have to accept the sacrifice that Jesus made, but now we need to incorporate daily habits, you know, daily things that would help us to grow, uh, things that would help us to grow closer to him. Because the closer we are to Jesus, the more we're able to hear his heartbeat, amen, and understand the purpose that we're here. You know, when we do the things that we know we're supposed to do, then in our time of need, you're gonna find that you have the strength to be able to overcome it. 
In 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. You never change your life until you change something daily. It really is about a daily, consistent, and constant discipline. A discipline that you begin to do every single day. Uh, praying, of course, is always the ultimate. First uh, Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without ceasing. So you can stay in an attitude of prayer throughout your whole day just by being conscious of the presence of God. Amen. You see, you need to develop these habits of champions. All the ultimate men and women of God were men and women that had disciplines. You know, Daniel prayed uh, regularly. You know, as a matter of fact, when the king said that you could no longer pray and that he was the ultimate God, he opened up his window facing Jerusalem and prayed as was his custom. It was his custom just to do that. And he did not stop praising and praying to his God, even when the king gave the whole nation orders that they couldn't do that. And of course, that's the type of tenacity and steadfastness and discipline that he had. He realized that his source was God and that discipline, that habit that he did daily made a huge impact in your life. See, I believe that if we make a change in something, we need to make a change in something that we do every day. You know, a lot of times we intend to do things, right? Man, I intended to do this. You know, I meant to do this. You know, I believe that there are certain things that we just need to go ahead and get done. We just need to press into God and, and those daily habits of reading the word of God and praying and, of course, fellowshipping with each other. And that is so important to stay connected to God and stay connected to one another because that's really our source, isn't it? I mean, isn't God our source of strength, our source of joy? When he becomes that, then man, it doesn't matter what's happening on the outside of this world. It may be challenging, it may be difficult. Sure, we get touched by it. It can touch our emotions. It can affect, you know, even our mental state. But man, we continue to stay connected to God and do those habits consistently and you'll find yourself living a much better life, even in the midst of the storms. Amen. What you do randomly dissipates. What you do consistently accumulates. Come on, somebody. What you do randomly dissipates. That means if you just do it every once in a while, it really doesn't make a big impact. If you only went to the gym one day a month, right? Uh, you know, really, you won't see, you'll be sore for the next day or two, but you really wouldn't see an impact unless you went to the gym every day or every other day, because what you'll do begins to accumulate. And that's what happens in our spiritual life as well. Not only do we strengthen ourselves and grow to higher levels, then we're able to maintain where we are and continue to go. And I tell you what, that is an amazing thing to do. And I believe one of the real important things that you and I have to do and have to be conscious of is to take care of our minds. Care for your mind. This is such an important part of being a Christian, right? Philippians 2, chapter 5, I'm sorry, chapter 2, verse 5 says, let this mind be in you, which is also with Christ Jesus. Remember, where your mind goes, your life follows. 
See, your mind is holy and needs to be separated for God's use. See, your mind is such an important part, and that really is where the battle takes place. The battle takes place in our mind. That's where the enemy wants to come and disrupt us. He wants to come and discourage us. And we need to be conscious of that. We need to know and not just allow the things in our mind to take over our life, especially when the enemy is talking negativity. And of course, when you're receiving so much, you know, we got to remember that the media and this world has its own system and it's constantly bombarding our faith and trying to come against our mind to try to change our minds and try to cause confusion. God is not a God of confusion. He's a God of order, amen? And we just have to be really, really conscious of what we allow in our mind. We must pay attention to what, what's happening there and we must protect it. We must guard our minds from all the influences of this world to make sure that we can stay close to God and keep our focus on what God is doing in our lives. What you think can be an asset or it can be a liability. It can destroy you or it can grow and strengthen you. We need to make sure that we are being intentional about what we let in, amen? Be intentional about where you turn that television set. Come on, somebody. Be intentional about what you're listening to on the radio. You know, you're allowing these things to come and enter your spirit and enter your mind, and it can cause all kinds of havoc. Then we end up walking in the flesh. Come on, somebody. Instead of walking in the spirit, you see, as strong as Samson was, he allowed his mind to carelessly drift towards wine, women, and song, and eventually cost him his vision, his sight, and of course, his life. So your mind has to be sharp. Your mind has to be tuned in to God, and you have to be so intentional about it. See, your mind takes information, good or bad, right or wrong, and it magnifies it. It sure does, it magnifies it. So we really have to be careful that we allow the right things in our mind every single day. Either you control your mind or it will control you. So make up, I believe that when you focus on the fact that Jesus died for you and that he loved you and I so much that he was willing to, to take our place, well, then we begin these new habits that begin to keep us disciplined uh, spiritually as well. And then, of course, that part of that discipline makes an impact on your mind. So you're super focused. You understand what God wants to do in your life. And then you can live the life that God has for you. See, God wants a life of love, of grace in our lives. He wants a God of abundance. He's a God of abundance and he wants that abundance for you and I as well. So when we walk in the spirit, when our mind is in control, when we're consistent about what we do every day, and we realize that Jesus loves you, then man, we are on our way to a better, better life. And of course, that will overflow into our families and every other area in your life as well. Amen. We're just going to take a few minutes right now to pray. Father, in Jesus' name, you're such a good God. 
and such a wonderful God. And we thank you for your grace, your love, your mercy, all that you do for us. We praise you, Lord God, for the victories that you've given us, oh God. We've seen your hand move upon our lives and we're always grateful, Lord Father, in Jesus' name. And Lord, praise you, Father, because you provide for every area. Even this day, you'll provide for everything that we need. And we thank you in advance for your divine provision. We thank you, Lord God, even now for your forgiveness. Thank you, Lord God, that you're a true and just God to forgive and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So right now, forgive us of our sin. Forgive us of our attitude, Lord God. Cleanse us with your blood right now. And, and Father, thank you that we can come to the cross every day and experience your forgiveness. And Lord, uh, help us to forgive others as well. Help us to forgive them, Lord. We will not carry any bitterness or resentment that we can just release everything in our lives and just turn it over to you, Lord God. Thank you for the freedom, Lord God, of forgiveness in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you for protecting us and guarding us, for keeping us, oh God, in, in the palm of your hand, Lord God. So surround us with your angels. And Lord God, give us safe traveling mercies all day today, oh God. And we just praise you for the victory in advance in Jesus' name. And Lord, thank you for the sacrifice that you made for every one of us. Thank you for going to the cross and taking on our sin and our infirmities and our sicknesses. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We declare that you are our savior, our healer, and our Lord. Thank you, my God, for all that you've done for us and all that you continue to do for us every single day. And Lord, help us to maintain good habits, Lord God, to continue to discipline our lives, to do the things that we know we're supposed to do, Lord God, that we want to do to please you, Lord God, and, and to keep ourselves strong in you and close to you as well, Father. So thank you, Lord Father, for that our mind is set, Lord God, on serving you, Lord God. And Father, help us to take care of our mind, to protect what goes in, Father, because we know what goes in eventually comes out. So Lord, help us, Father God, to care for our minds, that our thoughts would be thoughts that are noble, of good rapport, thoughts of God that would be pleasing unto you, Lord God. Father God, we just praise you and we say, let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts and our minds be acceptable. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you and have a blessed and wonderful day. And remember, when you're walking in the spirit, you won't fulfill the desires of the flesh. Amen. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.